This is 937 a ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn will get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Welcome back in. Hour number two of the Captain Show, sponsored by Wingstop. Nick Sainer with you. No Vershawn this week. One of these times I'm just going to stop saying no Vershawn this week, and, and you guys are just going to come back with me. Nick Sainer with you. 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line. Both those continue to be open for you guys. We get this. Rubber Duck from LinkedIn says, Nick, let me sub in on Friday. Listen, that's not my call, unfortunately. I don't know if I don't know Rico. Rico can't hear me. He's doing work. Um, once again, I don't know who's going to sub in on Friday. It's going to be a lot of Rico, unfortunately. However, Rico's excited right now because he has figured out what week he is taking off in early August. So Rico's going to get a full week off. So congratulations, Rico! You're going to get a vacation, much needed vacation, because Rico just is always there to fill in for us. Rico is just always there to fill in for us. Yep, yep, you can hear it. There you go. Turn that button. Rico's always there to fill in for us, but nobody's ever there to fill in for Rico, unfortunately. So August, early August, Rico's going to be gone. The whole week. Are you excited? Yeah, he's thumbs up. Now you just got to wait a couple weeks. It's a month from now. That's right. All right, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman Text Line. Bryce says this, can we call it the co-captain show this week? Well, I don't care. There's been a lot of jokes made about how Vershawn has jumped overboard um, and how the captain is gone. And, and there's been memes made about Nick Sanders as the captain now. No, unfortunately not. I am not the captain. Um, Thomas and Lincoln says, hey, Thickalis, let's get the Rico and Mark show. That's up to them on Thursday and Friday. I will be on a course in Colorado called Fossil Trace, if you guys want to look it up. It's beautiful. However, there's one big problem on number one. On the first tee by on the first hole, and it's the fact that there's this giant stone chimney right in the center of the fairway. So we, we're gonna have to figure out a way to to work around that. All right, let's get into the defensive line a little bit. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Honda looking hotline, Sarah Heyman text line. Both those up or open for you guys as well as the video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, um, all that good stuff. If you ever want to reach out to me personally, Nick underscore Sainert is my Twitter handle. Um, Mark texts in and says, why are you hog- hogging the mic, Nick? Mark, get in here. Talk about the defensive line. You're more than welcome to talk about the defensive line with us, with me. I'm hogging the mic. I'm not trying to. Luke says this about the defensive line. I'm excited. I'll give it a four out of five rating. I think Nelson will have eight sacks and Mathis will get five. The interior is big and we added some veterans, so I'm feeling good there. I think that's the kicker, Luke, the last part you said. The interior is big, and we've added some veterans, so I'm feeling good there. The veterans part is interesting because we saw last year how 
Damian Daniels didn't make a whole lot of highlight plays. And we always talk about this toughness or the attitude that a Nebraska football player needs to have to be successful. And when we were talking about, in the grand scheme of things, like the Big Ten Conference, what do you need to have success in the conference? And it's kind of a nasty attitude, a physical attitude. And whether or not Damian Daniels made 15 sacks last year, which he did not come close, there was still a, a, it was a, still a gaping hole when he was out for the Iowa game. And that was when my eyes really opened up to how big of a part Damian Daniels played last year for Nebraska. Because when Iowa and granted Iowa's the granted the the Iowa Hawkeyes are the most traditional Big 10 running the football type team. So they're going to run it up the middle even when they go for three carries and negative 4 yards. But over time they wear you down just like, you know, Vershawn's talked about is 500 yards rushing is is tougher to defend than 500 yards passing. But when you looked at I, the Iowa game last last year, and Nebraska should have won that game. Put that aside, though. Time after time, Iowa just kind of ran up the middle with some bit of ease. A little bit of ease. Now, Nebraska's defensive front wasn't fantastic last year by any means. Didn't really get to the quarterback a whole lot. If you look at sack numbers, they I mean, they were fine. De- Nebraska's defense as a whole, top 40 defense last year. Top 50 defense last year. But if you want to take that next step, we have let's be real, we have no idea what Nebraska's offense is going to look like this year. So one thing we do look at is the defense, and you feel really, really good about the linebacker group. You have a little bit of question about the defensive back room, but I think there's a lot of trust there with Travis Fisher. And, and rightfully so. Quentin Newsom's kind of the main name back for Nebraska's defense. And then you look up front. And going into the offseason before Nebraska added any guys, we were trying to find a couple guys that we'd be okay with leaning on. And it was like, yeah, Nash is one of those guys, but are we leaning off? Are we okay with leaning on him because of the potential that we're hearing about or because of what we've seen? And we have to go with potential because they were young. And so when now, here on July 11th, we're sitting back and they added O'Shawn Mathis, who's a an experienced and proven guy at TCU. Granted, it's the Big 12, but still a proven and experienced guy. You added uh, Devin Drew from Texas Tech and Stephon Wynn Jr. from Alabama. Stephon Wynn Jr. is interesting. We, we had the conversation right after he committed of how much do we buy in the Alabama thing. I, I think you, you, you it's okay to be hesitant because you look at the stats and how much per, did he produce at Alabama? Not a whole lot, but then you also have to take into account where he was at, and it's Alabama, if that makes sense. So I, I, if I had to pick one of those two guys that I was more intrigued by, I think it would be Devin Drew. That He's coming from Texas Tech, and, and Texas Tech is not even on the same playing field as Alabama, but neither is Nebraska, let's be real. And Devin Drew just has more experience. So once again, Stephon Wynn just adds to that potential discussion, which I'm okay with adding to, absolutely. Because more bodies never hurt nobody. Nash Hutmacher, Stephon Wynn, Ty Robinson. Then you go to the other side of the line, and it's a guy named Garrett Nelson, who lives and breathes and will die Husker football and black shirt defense. 
I mean, just if I went through the text line right now, it'd be Garrett Nelson's going to have eight sacks. Garrett Nelson's going to have seven sacks. Garrett Nelson's going to have double-digit sacks. You know how great that'd be? Zach in Sioux City says this on the text line. Once again, 402-464-5685. Not too worried about defense alignment. Brought in some vets with plenty of experience. Should be stout. I think so. And if Nebraska truly embraces this whole 4-3 all the time, because in previous years, they've swapped from 3-4 to 4-3. But if they fully embrace the 4-3 front, then Nebraska's going to be in pretty good shape. They're going to be in good shape. Because, once again, as we saw last year, when Damian Daniels was up there, he just took up space. He was a huge body. It kind of went unnoticed. But when you think about a a, a nose tackle or, or even like a center, I guess, those guys that just, those position groups that just aren't glamorous, you can go with the whole offensive line, I suppose, there. When you don't talk about them, that means they're doing their job. Unless you're a Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa, I guess, that won the Remington Award. But we didn't talk a whole lot about Damian Daniels last year. But it was because he just took up space to free up space for the linebackers to get to the next level. Into the backfield. Didn't always result in sacks, but it resulted in quarterback hurries. And Nebraska just needs to find a guy. Like, whether whether the interior guys of whatever combination between Devin Drew, Stephon Wynn, Nash Hutmacher, Jalen Weaver, Marquise Black... Ty Robinson, whatever combination that works out the best there. And when I rattled off all those names, you know what came to my mind is depth, bodies. And so whatever combination between those six guys works best, put them out there. And then off the edge, you have two proven guys in O'Shawn Mathis and Garrett Nelson. And don't forget Caleb Tanner if you want to line him up on the edge. Then you go into the second level. Reimer, Henrich, and Tanner, I guess. There's a couple other bodies you could put there, I suppose. A couple other options. Once again, 402-464-5685. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Um, feels like a lot of people feel good about the offense, or excuse me, the defensive line. And I think so. Chris Kalarvik's also one that's been kind of working out at multiple positions. Javen Wright, Buddha. We saw Blaze Gunnerson at the back half of the year last year. He was a four-star commit out of the state of Iowa, I believe. So like, there's, there's bodies here, and Nebraska just hasn't had that luxury. And I'm not saying that it's a luxury this season because, yes, it's all unproven. And I think there's a lot of... There's going to be a lot of eyes on the defensive line room because we see Tony Tuioti leave Nebraska for Oregon. Mike Dawson swoops in, takes care of the defensive line. And we don't really know what to expect. Once again, I had this conversation with Zach Carpenter. A lot of times, you can tell what the team wants to do on whether it's offense or defense, what kind of body type they're attracted to when they recruit. And when you look at the defensive line, it's that 4-3 look. It's not you, know, you. This team doesn't have a Damian Daniels, a guy that can eat up two guys, eat up two blocks, and, and free, some, free some space for the, the linebackers. They're quick. Like, they're quicker off the edge this year than they were last year. 
I'm not trying to compare O'Shawn Mathis to a Randy Gregory, but he has that type of speed. Garrett Nelson, we saw it in the spring game. In the spring game, when with, with we couldn't take anything out of the spring game. Let's just be real. But one thing, I was standing on the sideline when the spring game started, and it was like one of the first three plays. Garrett Nelson screamed off that left side of the offensive line and got to the backfield extremely quick. It was. It's just there's some there. You look at speed and possibly um, you have more reasons to be excited. Byron says this on the text line. Remember how everyone freaked out about Rodgers leaving? D-line looks good. Best defensive end combo in the Big Ten? Question mark. I'd have to do some research on the on the the rest of the Big Ten. The Casey Rogers leaving part, though, I, I still think that was pretty big. Now, granted, give once again give the staff credit for how they've bounced back. I also think losing DeAndre Thomas. Like, think about if Nebraska would have had DeAndre Thomas this season going into this year. DeAndre Thomas coming back. Damian Daniels coming back. Casey Rogers coming back, and Jordan Riley coming back, you'd feel probably the same way you do now about it. Because the the conversation that we'd be having is, well, look at the experience that Nebraska gets back. Those are some run stuffers up front. And that's true, and Nebraska might be lacking those guys now, but you're going to go about it in a different way. Go about it stopping the run in a different way, I should say. And that's okay as long as all the guys are in the same boat and on the same page. Now, it's it's funny here. It's funny because I just named off those four guys. And to think about the work that Nebraska staff has done to replace those four guys that have, have moved on. And, and Damian Daniels, not to say he should have come back. He He's off with the Texans and doing his thing. He's got a brother that's been in the league or whatever, and, and so he's doing his thing. But I say those four guys, and those were four pretty pretty integral parts of the roster. Whether I know there was a lot of mixed feelings about Casey Rogers and him not being able to stay healthy, but at the end of the day, he spoke highly and he was a great dude. But so when I say four four guys that Nebraska needed to replace there, give credit to Nebraska staff for what they've done to replace those guys or move on without them. Because... There was a moment of, I don't know if panic's the right word, but just concern on how Nebraska's front was going to look like this year. Especially after DeAndre Thomas, Damian Daniels, Jordan Riley, and Casey Rogers exited the scene. And I think it's okay. I think it's I think it's okay. Um, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman Text Line, both those open for you guys. As well as the video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all that good stuff. If you want to reach out to me on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainert. Um, love to hear from you guys. Travis and Lincoln asked this. Is Rush end with Mathis and Nelson an injury away from an uh-oh season? Ooh. Maybe that's a good conversation to have on the other side. So once again, Travis and Lincoln's text. Is Rush end with Mathis and Nelson an injury away from an uh-oh season? So if Mathis or Garrett Nelson got banged up, are we saying uh-oh here when we talk about Nebraska football? That's an interesting interesting angle. Let's dive into that coming up in a couple minutes. Maybe Rico will pop in. Who knows? If you missed any of the show, interview with Zach Carpenter talking about Huskers recruiting, head over to theticketfm.com here in a couple minutes. We'll get those posted as soon as possible. 
Stick with us, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. We'll be right back on a Monday. The Captain Show, sponsored by Wingstop, Nick Sander. Now, hanging out with you guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> 